Welcome to Lessons from Sweet Valley, the podcast where we re-examine the Sweet Valley High series one book at a time and determine what lessons, if any, we can learn from them. My name is Kat Thomas, and today we are discussing book eight, Heartbreaker. My guest today is a great friend of mine. She's a horticulturist, a forager of wild foods, and in 2018, she hiked the entire Appalachian Trail, which is a 2,192-mile hike from Georgia to Maine. Amanda Moss, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So, Amanda, we went to the same high school, Naperville North, but we did not know each other. Tell me, what kind of, what was your high school experience like? Ooh, I, so I would not describe high school as the best four years of my life. I would describe my high school experience as very awkward. Um, I was definitely like went through a lot of different characters and roles and a lot of the way that I expressed myself was through the way that I dressed or dyed my hair and I'm just, I don't think I ever really like found a, a place that I fit in over the course of high school and so I was continually seeking that over the four years and eventually I just left and so I didn't finish my senior year entirely I left in April just about seven weeks before graduation um, and then did not of course return to high school but um I have since then reconnected with a lot of people that shared that time and place, you being an example, but we weren't necessarily side by side during that time. Um, And so I've been able to find that connection after high school years. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. So you you mentioned dyeing your hair, like different, like bright colors or what colors did you dye your hair? (laughs) I think the one my parents would be most proud of looking back on was So I dyed my hair black a lot, which was a big deal. But at one point I decided that I wanted to dye my hair black. And then I had this idea that I would dye. I would first bleach three streaks into either side of my head. So I'd have like six total and I would bleach them. And then I would color them like manic panic fire engine red. (laughs) Uh, I was going to install myself from home. And what it ended up turning into was like um like a rusty orange, like Tony the Tiger look because it oh only gosh. died like a hot spot near my scalp and like part <laughs> and then like halfway down. So I definitely like, there's a picture of me as like a 16 year old. I'm like, I think my family's last vacation to Disney World and I'm standing next to Tigger. <laughs> like that is how my hair looks. I guess how we, do you remember how we met as friends since we didn't know each other in high school? Um, my memory of us meeting is that we met at what was referred to as a hen night for a mutual friend who was about to get married. Yes. And I remember because we were we went to this really fancy club downtown Chicago and we were the only ones who were wearing like ballet flats and yeah. everyone else was wearing heels. <laughs> and I was like, I like this girl. She's rocking her flats. Yeah, we definitely had a similar style or lack thereof, but it was the same. <laughs> um, so this book, it's called Heartbreaker. Could you read the summary on the back to start us off and just kind of kick us off with the discussion? Sure. So Sweet Valley High Heartbreaker, Catch a Wave. The surf's up in Sweet Valley and gorgeous Jessica Wakefield is making a big splash with Bill Chase, the hottest surfer in town. But after she tricks him into falling madly in love with her, she ignores him completely. To complicate matters, shy, quiet Dee Dee Gordon is also after Bill. But Jessica has the upper hand. 
if Bill even looks at Dee Dee, Hurricane Jessica blows him off his board and back into her arms. Can Bill escape Jessica's undertow or is he in over his head? It's a lot of surfing metaphors in that <laughs> I actually like failed to read that before diving into the book. And that is just, it's very funny that they use humor and a connection to surfing puns as part of the summary. A lot of surfing puns. Overall, this book was a little different because I feel like there wasn't much of a plot per se. Okay. Well, what did you think overall, generally, before we get into the, 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 yeah, the nuts so and bolts? I thought for a book that's geared towards young adults, again, like some of the behaviors or attitudes of the main characters and the way that they glamorize some of that negativity took me back to my high school experience. Yeah. And that was just, it was very uncomfortable. And then overall, yeah, it, there was like this one narrative about like Bill's into Jessica and so is Dee Dee. Um, and, and that kind of, yeah, like there's waves in and out of their romance. Um, and they do string in like her sister Elizabeth and um, another like side story with that. But I don't know, otherwise, yeah, like kind of lacked a little bit of content. And I think they were just preparing. Maybe this was just like a, a transition piece between like this narrative and one that's upcoming in the series. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I mean, because as I was reading this, I was starting to get very confused. So I actually made a chart. I'll show you and I'll, I'll post it to the Facebook page. This is my chart that I made because wow. I was getting very confused about all the different relationships. Yeah. You know, and I thought, well, maybe we should just take this kind of one relationship at a time and just yeah. go from there because it just it was just kind of like these way like you put it great, the waves of just people coming in and out and they're together. They're not. They're mad. They're jealous. They're cry- so much crying in this book. There's so, so much, much crying. crying, so much walking away with tears yes. coming and down. Seeing everyone's eyes, the stinging tears were always, it wasn't just neutral tears, all tears were stinging. Yes, they, they were blurring their vision. Yeah, so much like, crying. So like the part of the plot, I guess, is that Jessica and Bill are co-stars or co-leads in what is like the school play. Yes, which that was one of my favorite parts of the book, the, that whole yeah. backdrop, because that's been new. That's new. We haven't seen that before. I had no idea Jessica wanted, was an actress, but so the play that they did is called Splendor in the Grass. Have you heard of this? No, I was tempted to Google it, but I did not. I Googled it. So I Googled it. <laughs> It's not a play. It's a movie from 1961. I don't think it was a play beforehand. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but the Wikipedia page did not mention that. Okay. And, but the, the, like, listen to the, the summary of this play. It says, Splendor in the Grass is a 1961 Technicolor film that tells the story of a teenage girl navigating her feelings of sexual repression, love, and heartbreak. The play is not an appropriate, or the movie is not an appropriate high school play it's you know about this girl I mean it's all about people not having sex and then girls who have had sex and they're like seen as like wicked and then it the Jessica character that Jessica is playing almost gets raped and then she tries to commit suicide and then she's institutionalized it's just it's a lot it's a heavy play they don't allude to any of that in the narrative and I think even at the near the end of the book when it gets to be like play night they're like the curtain opened and like Jessica took the stage and then it's like brief break. And then it's like, and the curtain closed. The and she did 
they don't really fill in the gaps with the play, but I was suspicious that it was not necessarily intended for children. No, no. Um, and so Jessica is playing the lead character and her name is, I forgot her name. Oh, Dini. Okay. And then Bill, the surfer, Bill Chase is playing Bud. I mean, the surfer slash thespian is an interesting combination. Right. I had to go back and remind myself of why he had that. And I guess he did a really good reading of Macbeth in his English class. And the teacher was like, you're amazing. You should be in this play. And he's like, sure. So the thing with Jessica and Bill is that the only thing you really need to know, they kind of mentioned Bill in, in previous books, but the only thing you need to know is that he turned down Jessica when she asked him to the Sadie Hawkins dance. And ultimately that is like the major major strike unforgivable in jessica's in jessica's eyes yes she is still bitter about very bitter very bitter so to get back at bill she kind of tries to basically seduce him yeah i feel like the sense that she's using the fact that their characters have to kiss in this play which is how the heartbreaker book opens is that they're like about to kiss as part of this play dress rehearsal um and then it becomes clear that he's got a crush on her. So her like way of seeking revenge is to string him along and attempt to have him do things for her out of goodwill. But she doesn't ever end have the intention of entertaining him because she has a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is that her? Tom, that's another person on the list. So Tom McKay <laughs> is Jessica's, I, I mean, are they boyfriend and girlfriends? It, it wasn't clear. It seemed as if they were. And at some point throughout the book, Bill says, of course, she was seeing him one-on-one, or of course, like, why, why would she want to see him one-on-one when she has, like, her choice of a million guys and all these things? And so I, I guess maybe I'm not 100% sure on that, but I got the sense that Tom and Jessica were attached before the story, will be after the story, yeah. and any um, other entertainment that she has with other boys is simply that entertainment. Right. And Bill comes around to like Jessica, I think, because... She reminds him of his old girlfriend, yeah. Julianne. That's so. That's another connection we've got here. Yeah, she gets introduced on like pages twenty-two and twenty-three in the book, and like my first thought, he starts to describe her, and my first thought was like, "Oh, Bill has a type," um, because he describes her to look much like Jessica, or rather, his part of his attraction to Jessica is because she resembles his previous love. Julianne. Yes. So Julianne was like Bill's, they were friends. He was attracted to her. They both surfed together. It was amazing. But tragically, they had a fight one night at a party. He thought she was flirting and it's raining. She gets a ride from someone else and car accident killed instantly. And so he was so heartbroken. And when he, when Jessica asked him out, he was too, he was so afraid of falling in love again. He, he was scared. So that's how, why he turned her down. But now he's interested and she's not having it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. One thing that I thought was interesting with Bill that, you know, and Bill is, well, I guess we should introduce another character first. Another connection is this Dee Dee. Dee Dee Gordon. So Dee Dee is in the play as well. And she likes Bill. Genuinely likes him. And he's been teaching her surfing lessons or teaching her how to surf. Yes. 
Um, Jessica refers to her as dorky Dee Dee. Um, and often refers to her appearance and measuring it against her own. Um, that like, why would anyone be interested in Dee Dee when they could have this? <laughs> yes. Dee Dee has bangs as well. Freckles. She yeah. has bangs. She's short. Yeah. Uh, but her dark. and Bill get along really well. Mm-hmm. And Bill and Jessica, like Bill can't, whenever Jessica speaks to him, it's like he can't function. He turns red. He's like, humana, humana, humana. You know, he just can't speak. Right. And he, he can't stand up for himself either. So whatever she's either asking or telling him to do, he immediately falls in line with or satisfies her request. Yeah. And there are several times in this book where he was going to go teach Dee Dee how to surf that afternoon and Jessica would come up and be like, well, but I'm having a pool party and it would be great if you were there. And then he tried to kind of be like, no, I already promised, but she just keep pushing. And Dee Dee was just so nice. She was just like, just go, just go. This is too painful. Like this is too much. There's like one point where like Bill and Dee Dee are working together on surfing and Jessica kind of like, make some show in her bikini of like taking her gorgeous blonde hair down and going swimming, like literally in between the two of them. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, I don't mean to butt in. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, she's like, can you know, can you teach me how to serve? And then eventually like she pushes it so much. Dee's like, all right, I'll just, I'm going back. And Jessica's like, oh, ha- can I use your board? And she's like, fine. <laughs> so I'm like, oh no. Poor Dee Dee. <laughs> Poor Dee Dee. Yeah. This book, Heartbreaker refers to like, the whole cast of characters in this book. So Elizabeth is dating Todd. They seem pretty solid, but enter an old girlfriend who is moving back from Paris. Patsy Weber comes to Sweet Valley and she's like, she's got a different look, Amanda. Um, I think they described her bikini as two pieces of fabric and three yards of yarn. <laughs> and then how some other people couldn't pull it off, but she made it look French and cool or something <laughs> like that. And she had like a short bob haircut that was like short in the back. You know, you can just like tell she had like a European look. So Patsy comes and her and Todd, they're friendly. They're friendly with each other. And Elizabeth is starting to get a little bit jealous. Right. So like Elizabeth observes. Todd in the hallway one day with this like new character. Yes. She then learns as Patsy and Todd's up front with her. He tells her right away, like that they used to date, um, but that she's moving back from France. And it seems like Patsy is relatively amicable with Elizabeth. She's like welcoming and friendly, but Elizabeth comes into like another situation later where she observes Todd like rubbing sunscreen on Patsy's back while her bikini tap is undone. And, Elizabeth did not like the circular motions. Yes. (laughs) She like flees back to her bedroom because this is occurring at their at-home pool. And so, yeah, and then Elizabeth in her jealousy spends a lot of time asking other people about what the story is with Patsy and Todd. And then even at another point, Jessica, in part of her manipulative ways, inserts herself and starts to like encourage that there was something going on with Patsy and um, Todd when there in fact was not. Well, right. In theory, yeah. there was not, but. She was exaggerating it, right. I mean, so Elizabeth also sees Todd and Patsy at their lockers one day. And she like she was like going to 
not confront Todd, but just go. She'd been avoiding. She basically had been avoiding Todd because she was so afraid of knowing the truth. She preferred to just kind of not acknowledge it and avoid Todd altogether. But she decides to go up and talk to him. And he's at his locker with Patsy. And I forgot how they described in the book, but his hand was on her back. And he was kind of like, had her in sort of like an embrace. Yeah. And she bolts. And she's like, oh, my gosh, they are definitely together. Elizabeth, at some point, they're at the cast party. And we're kind of jumping ahead a little bit. But Todd comes behind her and, like, literally wraps his arms around her and, like, physically restrains her, which I don't know. I didn't really like that too much. No means no. <laughs> it's like, dude, let her walk away yeah. if she wants to. And, and he says that Patsy was upset because... Her boyfriend in Paris broke up with her and he was just consoling her. And I don't know. I I just, this Todd Patsy thing just never felt right to me. I mean, if that was your boyfriend and like he was rubbing lotion like that on someone's back, wouldn't you be a little bit like, dude? I think I would have replaced the suntan lotion with bleach. (laughs) See, that's what I'm saying. Right. I mean, like, I know I wouldn't be okay with it. Yeah, it was, you're right. Like, it didn't feel right. And I'm not sure it entirely resolves other than after you were saying, like, he kind of, at the end of the cast party or whatever it was, he says, Patsy just had, like, a really bad day or, like, something happened. He was consoling her. That was it. And he's truly in love, in love with Elizabeth. And then, like, two or three of his passionate, salty kisses. And, like, she just knows that they're in love and everything is a-okay. Yeah, it was just like, poof, everything is great. Which is, that happens a lot in these books. It's not a... (laughs) But I have my eye on Todd. I feel like he was like gaslighting her a little bit where he was like, are you crazy? Why would you think that? Why would you think that, Liz? Are you, you know? And and it's like, uh, because you were rubbing lotion on her bare back and you were like cradling her face in your hands. And what happened to Patsy? Where does she... Well, she ends up at the party. Briefly, it said she was dancing with Tom, Jessica's boyfriend. Right. So it's Patsy's just a a floozy. Patsy's just, she's a friendly gal. She's friendly. Yeah. And I think she's just one of those, yeah, she's just a friendly, friendly person. There is another little side plot that I also enjoyed, which has to do with Dee Dee's father who is a Hollywood producer. So we get, we get a lot of, there's actually a lot of movie references and a lot of Hollywood talk in this book, which I appreciated being a film person. Um, so yeah, Dee Dee's father is a Hollywood agent and he came to like a rehearsal before the play opened and Dee Dee was like, oh my gosh, my dad loved the play and he thinks one of you is a star and he doesn't want to tell you which one because he doesn't want to make that person nervous but a producer is going to come to opening night and you know check him out I thought that was the weirdest thing because <laughs> it's like okay I'm not going to tell the one person that could get nervous but now everyone thinks it could be them and everyone's going to be nervous yeah it seems like a I, w- I wondered later, like, if Dee Dee was using that as social currency. Mm. Like, oh, like, my dad can make you one of you famous, but I'm not going to say who it is. And you all find out later. Interesting. And yeah, she's kind of stringing that idea along. Um, because, 
Yeah, I didn't, why else would that conversation have occurred? But then, so, the, and as a result, of course, Jessica believes that it's it's her. 100%. Star. And like, she's already planning about how they're going to move to LA and how her sister can be her stand-in and yeah. do the stunts for her. I love that. Because man gets tired. Yes, yes. <laughs> they reference Raiders of the Lost Ark, which I thought was amazing. And the, and the snake scene. And like, Jessica's like, I could never do that snake scene. And she's like, oh, I'll just have Elizabeth do it. She'll be my stunt double. <laughs> yes. They also like, they, re- they reference a couple, like they're brainstorming who could be the male lead. And it's like Richard Gere, um, Harrison Ford. Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty was in there. And the producer that's coming to watch the play on opening night discovered Matt Dillon. That was his big claim to fame. Yeah, lots a lot of name dropping in Heartbreak. So many. I actually wrote down all of the name name drops in this book. So we had Harrison Ford, Karen Allen, Jessica Lang, Robert Redford, Matt Dillon, Sylvester Stallone, Richard Gere, and Warren Beatty. Wow. And then movies, we had Jaws from Here to Eternity, Raiders of the Lost Ark, King Kong, Rocky, and The Bride of Frankenstein. <laughs> Awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> I was just—they were just all over the place. I was like, "This is so great." I—that I, was—I really enjoyed that. Actually, <laughs> did all of those things come out like in 1987 when this book was written? I mean, I—I should—I should have looked this up. Yeah. I mean, it's got a like, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think that was 80s. Matt, I did look up Matt Dillon because I was wondering when he kind of was discovered, and I think. His first big movie, The Outsiders, was like 83. Okay. So that checks out. Yeah. So there, Jessica was convinced she was going to live the Hollywood lifestyle. And she had really no need for Bill at that point anymore. Right. So, yeah, at the point that she thinks she's going to be famous, she, like, completely discards Bill. And, yeah, she's, like, setting her sights on Matt Dillon yeah. and Richard <laughs> and whomever instead. So she's moving up. Moving out. Yep. And Bill asked, like, asked her to the cast party. It was so, so sad and so sweet. And he's just like, will you go to the cast party? And she's like, oh, I'm going with Tom. Because I guess Tom's still okay. And she's like, why don't you ask Dee Dee? Like, go and ask Dee Dee. And he's like, oh, I don't. Okay, maybe. I don't know. But opening night happens. And yeah, everything goes off without a hitch. Like you mentioned, it was it didn't really go much into like the there was a lot of kissing that's the thing like how the book opened with the the multiple kissing I feel like at our high school the 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 plays there was no actual kissing was there I don't know I happen to know that there was actual kissing when it came to a friend starring in sound of music okay okay all right all right it was like actual like making out but there was like a kissing scene okay Kiss. like their mouths connected I don't know like okay. what capacity <laughs> okay I like couldn't remember I yes yeah, he sounded music that's like an appropriate high school play yeah yeah Wizard of Oz I think was another one yes man was there while I was there yes so the play ends and oh the producer to produce this is I love this part where the producer comes up to Jessica and is like you did a great job and then he's like out he's like see ya yeah. and she's like what and uh-huh. I know. What, what do you mean? And so then, of course, the person is Bill that the producer thinks is amazing. And I mean, do you think that Dee Dee had a hand in this a little bit? I think it's possible. Like, again, going back to like my earlier question, like if she used that mm. as part of like social currency and then does it so happen that like that 
the play is on an evening where earlier they were in the day, Bill was helping um, coach her for surfing. And there was like a tragedy that brings them closer together. And then that evening, it just so happens that like her dad and this producer find him, Bill, to be this potential movie star. Yes. So I don't know. Like, it didn't indicate that Dee Dee had definitely done that, but I do think it's possible. Kind of like, Dad, you should like check out this guy, you know, come to the play and check out this one guy and, you know, yeah. kind of like steered him that way. You meant I forgot about that, the tragic event. And that did happen right before the play. So, yeah. So tell tell us about what happens. Well, so after Jessica has discarded Bill because she is now focused on her upcoming stardom, um, he goes ahead with plans to teach Dee Dee how to surf and he would have otherwise like canceled on her. But since Jessica is done with him, he's got this free time now and he comes to realize that he's actually like looking forward to a little bit. And so he's teaching her. Dee Dee is like nervous, a little uncomfortable at one point, like sees a big wave coming and feels out of her comfort zone, out of her safety. And like, just as she's getting ready to try and impress Bill, a wave crashes over her something smashes her in the head. She's <laughs> eating sand. And the next thing she knows, she opens her eyes and Bill is over her. <laughs> He's uh, just about to give her mouth to mouth when she like stirs and coughs and is clearly alive. And then the thought of almost losing her the same way that he did Julianne. Yeah. Um, causes him to have a wave of emotions. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, because then she stirs weakly and coughs. And then he... He feels hope and then he bends down to do the mouth to mouth. But I was like, wait, if she's already up, does she still need the mouth to mouth? <laughs> I mean, she does. She does. <laughs> and he needs to give it to her. So mouth to mouth does occur, but it is not a resuscitation technique. Yeah. Yeah. Because she gets up and then she's like, oh, what is this? And then Dee says that she loves him. She goes, I love you, Bill. <laughs> Eyes open. She's like, I love you, Bill. I know. She's like, I love you. And then he says, he paused for the space of a heartbeat, then said, I think I'm in love with you too. In fact, I must have been all along. Only I was too stupid to see it. I don't. <laughs> so that was before the play, and then you know, the play happens. Jessica, and now that Jessica, her plan has been like thwarted for her Hollywood lifestyle. She has a new plan, and that she's got to go back to Bill now because Bill is on the way up, and she wants to like get on that train. He's the next Richard Gere. Absolutely. She, you know, goes up to him and is like, let's go to the cast party. And Bill just, he's still kind of, he can't, he just can't quite get it together, Bill. He still can't really assert himself with Jessica. And then at the party, she's kind of all over him and he's kind of uncomfortable, but she's doing her Jessica thing. And Dee Dee walks in and sees it and she walks away crying, which happens a lot, as we mentioned in this book. And yeah. A lot of hurt feelings here. A lot of hurt feelings. And like they're, Jessica and Bill are on the couch together. Um, Jessica seems like strangely at ease. And then Bill's like, uh, uh, I have to tell, I have to tell you something. Um, and Jessica's like, no, you can teach me how to serve. That's great. And he's like, well, uh, no. Um, about Dee Dee. So he kind of like breaks it to her. He, he like glances at Jessica and says, I've been trying to tell you I can't make it on Saturday. And she's like, oh, we can just do it on Sunday. And he's like, Sunday's out too. Same with the weekend after that. You see, Jessica, I'm going to be pretty tied up from now on. She's like, what? So, right. yes. Yeah, so- he doesn't want to like, 
gets some confidence about him and like starts to like tell Jessica, like, no, I'm going to be busy with my new girl, Dee Dee. Yeah. Yeah. So she gets it, I guess. But she then she gets she blushes and then, you know, and she then then with a choked cry, she fled. So Jessica's she's crying, too. Everyone is just crying. And yeah, I mean, it basically ends. Bill and Dee Dee are on the uh, balcony and and then they kiss and everything is great. So that's really good. I mean, and then the only other last little connection that's in this book that is basically almost a non-factor is this is Lila, Jessica's best friend, and this guy, Roger, who's kind of like this nerdy, awkward guy. And he loves Lila for some reason, but he, he works as a janitor at an office building over the weekend. Elizabeth discovers this and he's like, oh my gosh, you can't. Lila can never find out, but Lila's not interested. So I don't know. It it was like a non-factor relationship that I think is going to develop in the next book. So that was like the final little piece of, you know, all of this heartbreak happening all over the place. It's a lot of heartbreak. (laughs) Something that stood out to me is like how manipulative and just pure mean Jessica seemed and at one point I kind of wanted her to get a taste of her own medicine yeah and like although she does get let down by this idea that she's going to be famous and then it doesn't work out and she's kind of deflated and then Bill rejects her and she's deflated I don't think that anyone is ever mean to her or manipulative in the way that she is towards others right Um, and for that to go just to go without any sort of consequences to it I thought was sad and that's, that's part of like what made me shocked about the narrative and character's behavior and attitude. Yeah, I was I was thinking like, is anyone did anyone come out of this changed really? Like I know I think Bill and and Dee Dee ended up the best, but everyone else, I don't know if they really learned anything or changed. Yeah. It seems like Elizabeth and Todd had that like little spat that was back together. Patsy's just kind of out there like there's probably more to be heard from her. Yes. Um, same thing with Tom. Like, I'm not sure how that character, like his ties to Jessica will develop. Otherwise, no, like you're, they flirted with this idea of Roger and Lila getting together. But even like the last line of this book is like more surprises are in store for them in book <laughs> nine. I don't think that Jessica has changed. I don't think that she would behave differently in a similar circumstance. Yeah, I agree. I agree. What else? thought the guys didn't come across very well in this book. Yeah. They kind of seemed a little dopey and just kind of clueless a little bit. Yeah. And all of the ways that like the guys described what they liked about either Jessica or Elizabeth was their blonde hair and their great tan. Right. <laughs> cool. So you can come up with two independent thoughts. That's great. <laughs> Excellent. Anything else that stood out to you from the notes? I did have like a, a small lesson that I was able to take away. Perfect. That's a great segue. So Amanda, lessons from Sweet Valley. What lesson can you take away from this book? So I want to reflect on the, the Bill and Dee Dee situation, like specifically the surfing slash near drowning event. And immediately before Bill is trying to teach Dee Dee to surf that day, Jessica has rejected him again. Um, and, he, and this quote is, his flattened spirits rose slightly when he realized he was looking forward to surfing with Dee Dee this afternoon. Even if he was doomed to be unlucky in love for the rest of his life, at least it was nice to know 
there was at least one girl that liked him back. So, like, so Bill has just decided for the rest of his life, no one's going to love him. And he, I mean, he's doomed. But like the fact that somebody likes him is A-OK, which is kind of what Jessica was thinking and feeling towards him. But then fast forward a quick five pages. <laughs> <laughs> five pages, we're jumping ahead. And Dee Dee has near drowned. Bill has saved her. And let's see, let's make sure that I get this right. So <laughs> Dee Dee is now conscious and she says, Bill, you don't have to explain anything to me. And he says, I want to. He cupped her face in his hands as he tenderly, as if she was a fragile, priceless treasure. Dee Dee, I must have been totally out of it not to see you were a terrific person out there. Not just terrific, he went on, but terrific looking too, and a great kisser. And then he draws closer, yada, 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 kissing her with his passionate tenderness that made her feel as though the sky had shaken loose and the the ground had been snatched from underneath her. So Bill, Woo. who five pages earlier, sworn on love, is now making out with Dee Dee, who then the next line is she opens her eyes and whispers, I love you, Bill. <laughs> Only half aware that where she is. So he's in love five pages later, which is amazing. Um, and so the lesson that I took away from that is how quickly things can change and how easy it is to get washed away in love. That's beautiful. That's a, that's amazing. I don't know how I can I can't follow that. I can't. I can't. <laughs> that's so great. Yeah, my lesson was not. I had such a hard time finding a lesson of this one, but mine is very generic. But it's a good lesson. A relationship based solely on looks will probably not work. <laughs> Thus, you know, Bill. He. That's really the only reason he liked Jessica. There was no other quality about her that he was attracted to he didn't feel comfortable talking with her she wasn't nice to him it was all look so I mean that was never gonna last and probably in life that's probably not you know if that's the sole reason it's probably not gonna work out too well right but so uh those were those were some interesting lessons yeah I like yours you never know when things can change you know yeah. like who would have thought that Two months ago, we'd all be stuck in our house. <laughs> but things can change very yeah. quickly. You can get washed away tomorrow. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Amanda, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's You're been welcome. great to have you. It's been really great. Um, you have an amazing Instagram. And yes, I would love for you to share it with the audience so they can enjoy it. Yeah, if you want to check out my Instagram, I post a lot about um, local hiking, some wild food foraging, some canning and food preservation, and just other like wildflowers and fun things. Um, I am AJM Loves Kale. Love it. Um, so uh, in closing, please subscribe to the Lessons from Sweet Valley podcast on iTunes and leave us a rating and review. Uh, also, please like our Facebook page to get updates and more information about episodes and when they are released. Thank you again for joining us. Thank you, Amanda. And we will see you next time for book nine, Racing Hearts. Bye.